I got another one. I thought you might. Suppose I was looking for a man to make a 2200-yard cold bore shot. Who's alive that could do that? Seems I heard about a shot like that being made not too long ago. Said the guy's name was Bob Lee Swagger. Never met the man, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, they said that, all right. They also said that artificial sweeteners were safe, and WMDs were in Iraq, and Anna Nicole married for love. Would have been a bad job to take, though. How come? Whoever took that shot's probably dead now. That's how a conspiracy works. Them boys on the grassy knoll, they were dead within three hours. Buried in the damn desert, unmarked graves out past Terralingua. And you know this for a fact? Still got the shovel. The thoughts and ideas expressed in this podcast are solely those of the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. I'm Mike Gurdenbeck. I'm Alex Morley. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. And tonight, uh, we're going to have a special night where we've got a, a round table, if you will, of a bunch of uh, different people from different backgrounds, some of which you might know from previous episodes. Um, and the reason why we're having a bunch of people on is because I don't want to fucking talk because, <laughs> uh, as you know, I am wisdomless now without my wisdom teeth. So... Uh, <laughs> So I'm going to let everybody else do a lot of speaking so I can just kind of sit back and interject when I want and, uh, and not kill myself. So, uh, without further ado, uh, you know, the, the hosts of this episode, uh, myself, uh, the bell of Albany, New York, and the most famous man in Kazakhstan, Mike Odenbeck, uh, international stand-up com stand-up comedian superstar and the only man to have anal sex with mega merkel alex gorley uh, up <laughs> i'm winning <laughs> <laughs> yeah me too uh finally the next we have the real life john constantine former host of the Celestial Mystery Hour and expert cougar trapper, Mr. Michael Reimer. What's up? What's up, buddy? Uh, and then next we have the global authority on Cryptic Gate, the creator of the extraterrestrial fecal tissue sampling kit, Dr. Zach Wicks. Hello. Not quite doctor yet, but that's okay. I got to get used to it. So does everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, he professionally picks shit up and uh, puts it the fuck down, including your girlfriend. Ten-year army vet, two of which he spent neck deep but pussy asses that couldn't keep step in <laughs> rhythm. Uh, popular Science Magazine's 2019 Sexiest Man of the Life, Adam Rodriguez. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, everybody? Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah, so thanks for having me back, Mikey. Of I'm course, out. of course. So you guys know Zach Wick, and you guys know uh, Michael Reimer from previous podcasts where we uh, dived deep into the craziness that is the world that we live in. So, as you know, on this podcast, we have a very low tolerance for 
sober, coherent thinking. <laughs> so that being said, what's everybody drinking tonight? Well, uh, this evening, I am watching my fat-ass calories. Um, for whatever reason, I got some Michelob Ultra, because apparently at, at the heart of me, I'm a polo-wearing golf pro. Uh, so I'm doing that, and I also have a shot of Casa Amigos Tequila Blanco, because I already know those things are going to taste like water, and I need something to get the engine revved up. <laughs> Hell yeah. That sounds like shit, dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm drinking 50 West Doom Pedal White Ale. Not bad. Yeah, that's what I'm drinking. I got three cans. That's what I'm going to limit myself to tonight. Three cans. Zach, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking Stone's Chocoveza Tres Leches. It's a, I didn't even look at the actual style, but it's chocolatey and desserty, but it's got a really thin body, but it's eight point something percent, I think. So I should have a pretty good night. I've already got two in my Stein and I've got four more in the fridge. Fuck Plus yes. Polliner and some Polliner Oktoberfest. Adam, what do you got over there? Um, I, I don't actually drink. So, so what are you don't smoking? worry. What are you smoking? Don't then? worry. Uh, I have my own proclivities, so don't worry. <laughs> Crystal meth. I got you. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am, in, I am in Northern Kentucky. So. Yeah. Yeah. I heard you right some- around the block from where I'm at, where I'm at. So, yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah, anytime you need a hookup on some crystal meth, just let me know. Best crystal meth in the state. You know, uh, my guy recently just got locked up. Actually, yeah, so there you go. Actually- there you go. I'll hook you up. Mikey's got the good shit. It's blue. It's blue. <laughs> Oh. Michael Reimer, what do you got over there, buddy? Every college co-ed's favorite, Twisted Tea. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Raspberry edition. Mm. I got the family pack or the variety pack this time. Yeah. We're going to see if we can make it through the whole pack. You're all about that Twisted <laughs> Tea. a pretty good job already. Family Jeez. pack. <laughs> Just bring it like water, dude. <laughs> yeah. Sweet tea for the kids. All right. Right. So uh, everybody take a drink and then let's get this party started. Mm. to existence on and on we'll take whatever comes to be while keeping hopeful melody and we'll cruise through the darkness until the warmth of dawn so roll roll your bastards you never can tell through water like glass above a briny howl so roll She will bless us We'll never see the land We carry on the burden And we hide our grimace well For the day will come for us to mutiny But as long as we survive Our hope and pride they can't deprive And we'll carry on our melody 
to sing in harmony. So roll, roll your bastards, you never can tell over water like glass above a briny hell. So roll, holler, come give her all you can, or the sea she will best us. We'll never see the land. Adam, since you're new to the podcast, uh, one thing that uh, we like to talk about right off the get-go is uh, what's the craziest shit that's ever happened to you while high on a party sauce? Um, Oh, man. Um, Let's see. There's one time um, I was tripping on some mushrooms and um, yeah. yeah. And um, I don't know. So I usually like to watch a movie when I come up. And this particular time, uh, my friend had chosen uh, Peter Pan. Um, It's like the 2003, maybe the live action one. I don't know. But anyway, um, so as I'm coming up, it's when uh, Peter Pan is uh, taking Wendy and the rest of the kids away to Neverland. Yeah. And as he grabbed him by the hand and went out the window, uh, I went with them. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and flew off to Neverland. Uh, and then I, I spent the rest of the movie in Neverland, but I was never actually 
um, like part of it, I was just observing, but like it was like three dimensional around me. Yeah. So I'm standing there watching what they're doing. It was like a three dimensional play or something. It was, it was pretty crazy. So you were like standing behind bushes and shit, just kind of peeking around. Right. Like, Damn. I'm trying to not get stabbed or anything. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but, I gotta get, be honest. When you first said that, I got real nervous for you because I thought you meant you jumped out the window. <laughs> I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Oh, well, my mind did. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah the rest of me probably just stayed in the chair, but. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it flipped to me. I saw like a video of, uh, I don't know, you, you know how you go on YouTube and just start looking at wild stuff. I was looking at all these uh, sativa videos uh, back right. when that was a big thing, which if, if you don't know, it's like a legal, like herbal mixture or whatever. You, you smoke it. Oh, you, you mean salvia. Yeah. Salvia. Yeah. Not sativa. Salvia. That's a sweetener. Yeah. yeah uh, with the twisted tea over there. Yeah. Yeah. Salvia. Sorry. <laughs> right. Right. I had a couple buddies that got really into it. And I remember going and there was one where it was a guy sitting there and he just hits it real quick. And then next thing you know, he's like pushes back against the couch so much that he pushes out the window that's behind the couch. And then he just falls like ass backwards out the house. And you're just left there for like five minutes of empty house. You're like, (laughs) is he okay? Is he over and back? Yeah. Long time ago, I did a I did salvia once, and uh, I took a took a big hit. And whoever's in the room with me, Adam, I was down at the LBJ back in Jamie's room, and uh, they were like, "No, no, keep hitting. You didn't get a big hit. Okay, <sighs> kept going." And as the smoke went out, <laughs> everything just went black with it. And then every time anybody said anything. 3D letters appeared in all their heads that were blue on the front and yellow down the sides. And I wanted to say something funny so that I could look at it. And I couldn't think of anything funny. And that became funny. And I started laughing so hard I couldn't breathe. <laughs> I, yeah, I had a pretty crazy uh, experience with Salvia, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hit it. And, like, everything went white. And I'm sitting. I'm in downtown Augusta. I'm in AIT. Um, so I – and it was, like, my first weekend out. Like, we were phase five, so we could, like, go off post – and I'm sitting in this, um, it's like a hookah shop, but at the time, since salvia was legal, we could smoke salvia there. And I'm sitting there, and I hit it, and everything just goes white. Shit. And I'm just, and like, so I'm just stuck in my thoughts, but everything's white. And I'm like, man, this is lasting for a really long time. And I'm like, and then you start thinking like, oh, shit, like, am I stuck like this? Like, did I just fuck myself up? Now I'm stuck like this. And then slowly my hand appeared with the pipe in it. But everything else is still white. And then I'm like, all right, that's a good sign, but I can't move. So maybe it's not a good sign. And then slowly everything starts going like a really um, low frame rate video game or something. And then that lasts for a really long time. And then I'm like, all right, now I really think I did break something, you know. And then slowly everyone else appears. And then and it turns out that like for five minutes, they had just been like, hey, Adam, give us give us the give us the pipe, give us the, and like, I just did not respond. I was just frozen there. Like just totally zoned out. It was pretty crazy. Damn. I had a blackout once. It wasn't whiteout, but it was a blackout where I woke up and it was solid blackness. And like, I had to actually touch my eyes to make sure that they were open. And that like, like I'm, am I fucking blind? Like I am fucking blind and it come to find out I was, uh, 
I was hiking the night before and decided to sleep inside of a cave. And then I guess <laughs> forgot when I woke up that I was inside of a cave. And that's, you know, that was, that was what happened. No, I was with my dad and that's he said, turn on your flashlight. And I said, oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> that's like drowning in a uh, waste deep water. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Man. so uh, I I almost all right. I want to bring this up with you guys real quick uh, before I stop talking for the night because I don't know if I almost got into a fight today or if I almost got laid today. And I need your guys' opinion. Was it a dude? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, so I'm delivered. I'm delivering to this house yeah. and uh, it's called the tr- fighter fuck fighter fuck response. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And my truck is parked on a two way street. Uh, like, but this house is like on the side of this pretty steep hill going up the hill. Right. So, and I got these five big giant Walmart boxes that I'm carrying up to the front of this house. I'm three boxes in and I look behind me and there sits this like, early 2000s Honda Accord that's like a dark maroon with like the windows all blacked out and I'm like shit alright well I know I've got two more boxes that I gotta carry all the way up to this house so and I look up the hill and there's nobody coming down the hill so I just kind of wave to him like yeah go on around me go on around me go up in my truck grab the next box come out and when I come out I look over and this dude's standing outside of his car well first i smelled it i smelled the pot first (laughs) as i got out of my truck and then i looked over and the guy's standing out of his car with door wide open and he's like (laughs) he's like yo fat fuck i can't fucking get around your truck because of this big ass hump in the middle of the road and there was like to all right to his to his credit there was a small like the size <laughs> the size of like a small speed bump in the center of the road in between the one lane and the other lane right that, that's tough on cars that's tough on cars okay but he had like a 2003 fucking honda accord <laughs> that i would rate as decent on blue book okay there was <laughs> there's no reason why he couldn't have fucking drove over that thing and uh, anyways so i'm like okay so first he calls me fat fuck right I'm like, okay. And then I so I go up, I set the box down, I start walking back to my truck, and he's looking at me and, and he's standing like outside of his car, just staring at me. And I'm like, hey man, you can go around me if you want. And he's like, I fucking told you, big guy, I can't go around you. And I'm like, all right, all right, my bad. So I go up my truck, get the next box, come out, and the this is the last one, the last box I had. And he looks over at me and he's like, he's like, hey, you need some fucking help with that shit? And I'm like, no, man, I'm good. I got it. And I put it down and I start walking back to the truck. And the whole time he's still just standing outside of his car. And he's like, hey, big sexy, you need me to come help you with some hustling? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, man, I got it. He's like, you sure you want me to come up in that truck with you? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. That was the last one. He's like, oh, all right. And then he got back in his truck or back in his car. 
What do you I think? I mean, Mikey, yeah. you are you are what a pretty sexual creature. He so. went from no. he went from calling me fat, he a was, fat fuck, to calling me I, big guy to calling me sexy. I think I think he saw a little damsel in distress, and he was going to go help you. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe he caught a whiff of your pheromones, you know, coming down on the yeah. wind as he stood there a little while, you know. Yeah. Hey, you. It, maybe maybe he thought. Sorry. No, go ahead, man. That's all I had. I tried. <laughs> I, I was going to say, was, maybe he thought you were one of those guys that likes to be demeaned a little bit. He goes, hey, you fat fuck. You're like, oh, all right. You got my attention, <laughs> big guy. What else you got, Honda, man? Now, question, Mikey. When he called you fat fuck, yeah. and okay, then did you just put a little switch in your hips as you you know kept taking the TVs back in? I know, did start I walking. I assume there were TVs. I did start walking a little slower. I did start walking a little, slow. a little sachet. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I could have done a full on runway walk. I am capable of that. I'm sure. And I might've, I might've got more than just a sexy. I might've. So you gotta try it next time. Part of me feels like it's, uh, he, he went aggressive first and he realized he wasn't getting anywhere. So he goes, all right, I got to switch this up. Maybe. If intimidation is going to work, I'm going to like, I'm just going to start complimenting the shit out of him and make him question his own sexuality. And maybe that'll get him to move this big ass truck. <laughs> I think the first time he saw you is mad, but the more he watched, the more he liked it. You know what I'm saying? He kind of liked what he yeah. saw after seeing you carry those boxes. Mikey, you did teach an entire class how to seduce somebody at a bar. That is true. That is true. You know what you're doing. I have the skills. Uh, I think I think that's just my uh, the way that I get out of fights nowadays. It's like I whoever the would be assailant is, <laughs> I seduce them to the point that they would rather make love than fight. You're doing the world a service. That's how that's how I have found that I get out of fights because, dude, I actually. There's been several bar fights that I have recently been able to talk my way out of by just, I mean, coming on strong to the guy who wants to fight. Yeah, but, but then uh, what happens when you don't make with the head? Oh, it doesn't ever not work, dude. It doesn't ever not work. Because look at this sexy face. They can't say no. Fair enough. When I start rowing to the when these eyes start to flirt with you, that's it, man. That's it. We've got <laughs> there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing left. There's nothing left. <clears throat> All right. Uh, and before we get any further, I want to say thank you to the sponsor of this podcast. Uh, they are called up. Oh, I lost the paper. You guys got a sponsor? Yeah, I can't find the paperwork though. Uh, uh well, never mind. Great we won't injury, talk dude. about them. You got we won't talk about them. Never mind. We won't talk about them. Yeah. Oh, well, now I was curious. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Really? We won't talk Is it the boner gum? No. <laughs> the boner is yeah. there a boner gum? Yeah, you gotta get that that boner gum. I know there's boner chewies. Yeah, like that blue chew or whatever it is. Oh yeah, yeah everybody's sponsored by Blue Chew. Everybody. Oh, awesome, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Is that on four hymns? Is that what that is? Oh, found a paper. Never mind. Our sponsor today is. 
Theracons. You guys know what Theracons.com is, right? No? You guys don't know what Theracons.com? Theracons is everybody needs therapy nowadays, right? Everybody needs therapy nowadays, right? Right? You guys need therapy? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I need ther- yeah oh, for sure. Needs yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. Oh, everybody absolutely. needs therapy nowadays. Well, you know what else everybody needs? Is conversation with convicts. So what Theracons <laughs> did is they got convicts to have answer phone calls whenever people call in for therapy. Theracons.com, baby. They got all the answers to all the things that you need. Theracons.com, sponsoring the podcast. We should call it on the podcast. I really like that idea, actually. (laughs) What? It's our sponsor for today's episode. Yep. Theracons.com. You might meet some interesting people that way. I, I that's not a bad idea. I like that. No. Idea. You serious, Mike? Is that your sponsor? Is that real? Yeah. All right. So uh, tonight we're going to talk about uh, aliens, and we're going to talk about um, uh, what else? Aliens and the things that they steal out of pregnant women's bellies, and we're going to talk about. Are aliens really aliens or are they just uh, us from the future time traveling back to the past, maybe? Or are they things from an alternate dimension? <clears throat> Let's figure it out, fellas. Mm-hmm. Al, or, uh, Zach, I know specifically you have a story about one time when you were pregnant and an alien stole the baby out of your uterus. Uh, can you tell us about that story, please? It was pretty terrible. They brought me back on the ship some years later. Look at my uh, genetically modified child. We played chess. I lost. <sighs> well, I mean, how, how can you compete? How can you compete with a fucking alien baby? Right? Well, that's what they're doing? They're trying to make it to where they can beat us at chess. Well, first the AIs, now aliens. God damn, dude. But so that goes to say, are they actually us from the future? And they're so more technically advanced that they had chess moves even as an infant. He could fucking whoop your ass. Uh, I don't believe that it's possible to travel back in time from the future, but that's not this discussion. So I wouldn't agree with that is what I'm trying to say. Why, is, why do you think that's not possible? I don't think that like from the point in time where time travel, like the time machine is created, you can travel freely anytime from that point. But until a time machine is created, you can't travel back into the past because it didn't exist in the past. That's what I think. But yeah, it's, I get maybe a waypoint. That's Terrence McKenna. Have you heard, have you heard him talk about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. uh, the one I, thing about I agree, that makes sense. Oh, no, for sure. Um, the time travel thing, I've just recently ran up on this the other day, which made complete sense. But not only would you have to be able to time travel, but space travel, because if you go back in time, the Earth placement isn't exactly and not just in our solar system, but in like. Right. It would have like, to be like together, a teleporter. Like, yeah. Because yeah, yes. it would be constantly moving down. So like if I even went back 30 minutes, I would probably just either be in the middle of the earth or I'd be outside in space somewhere. 
Yep. That's what I meant by uh, a waypoint to where it would yeah. tell a computer, you know, these are the exact coordinates. Yeah. But you can't establish the exact coordinates. You almost need like a tether, like develop the tether today and hope to God you find a way to come back to the tether later. Like now imagine the first guy that does that. Yeah. Now, isn't this all just assuming that time is a linear thing, right? What if time wasn't linear? What if time was constant? Right. If time is constant, then the whole it has to be after a time machine is invented doesn't matter. Like it's our time travel. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Go go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, I I like the idea of time travel with consciousness, consciousness, right? Like, uh, like, have you heard of Edgar Cayce? Uh, like they talked about him going, he would go, his body would stay there and he, he would be able to travel all through history and all this stuff. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe I botched that one, but I think like when people were talking about psychedelics and that kind of thing, that a lot of, a lot of thought and a lot of things that they put into it is like trying to have their consciousness, um, teleport to another you know time or another dimension or whatever while their body stays here. I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's an interesting concept. Anyway. Uh, that's, um, that concept is very prevalent in uh, a lot of shamanism that used as yeah. mm-hmm. psychedelic. And what was that thing that the government did? Uh, Project Looking had, Glass. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, I think that that's what they were experimenting with, right? Yeah. To see if they could do that. Yeah, that's ex- that's exactly what they did. Yeah, they had a guy sit in a chair, and he would uh, psychics, and they would project their consciousness i just about knocked my tv off the wall they would project their consciousness into any time that they want they would just concentrate on where they wanted to go and that's where they'd end up that's the men who stare at goats stuff right yeah and at the same yeah yeah that's what yeah but you you guys were talking about earlier i've never had any kind of psychedelic experience or anything like that um but i do like terrence mckenna quite a bit um and you know he talks about how they, and that was a whole big thing in the sixties, you know, like all those guys were experimenting and it's taken a different shape right now, but all these guys were experimenting about with conscious, I can't say the word, but you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Conscious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Right. And so I think that like, he came out with all those ideas about like the first, uh, the first Ching and all this stuff. I've talked about this on the podcast. Yeah. I Ching. Yep. Yep. And he, he was able to, predict all this stuff anyway i don't know i'm good uh, yeah his, but, yeah, his yeah, time wave theory. yeah yeah i know we're, this is way off of aliens now you're in <laughs> yeah. time wave theory and all that yeah yeah i yeah. just finished reading true hallucinations on yeah. his birthday actually and his birthday was the 16th i think yeah two days ago because that was the day that i yeah, walked so. yeah so oh really yeah, it was a huge day of huge cosmic coincidence for me. Mm-hmm. How how it all just coincides. Right? <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. It's yeah. true. But I, no, I all I'm saying is like we think that time travel is all physical stuff. And who's to say, though, that it's not a spiritual thing? You know what I mean? Oh, well, yeah. I, in that concept or in that context, yeah, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. It, it would definitely uh, prove the side of the tether theory we were just talking about because what a better thing than someone's mind and or soul kind of uh, as a strong tether to yourself. Oh yeah. That, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like tethered to your body. Uh, yeah. My old co-host too had talked about it and you know, he's all, he's into this stuff more than I am, but like with astral projection and that kind of thing. Um, 
he talks about, you know, trying to break through the plane and all that stuff. You know what I mean? And people, if you talk about the ancient alien theory and all, or ancient, yeah, ancient alien theory and all that stuff, they talked about people are using, you know, like different forms of drugs and, you know, different forms of consciousness to build the pyramids, to do all this stuff. And I just think that that's something that's been lost in history. Like in the modern society, we think, you know, science teaches us, Hey, it's only what I can you know, feel and touch and prove this way. Right. But I think at the same time, we've lost that whole history of our ancestors where it was like, they had a spe- like I, I read books about the Indians and stuff like that. These guys had a relationship with nature and a relationship with the universe that we have completely lost in today's society. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying just because something, you know, you can't prove it, you know, in physical or can't see it physically, mm-hmm. you know, I think that, I think that all that stuff's possible, but I just think that it's in a different plane of existence than we can see. Well, the side of science is, is that they, they like to have something that they can measure, but then you have to have something that can measure it. So, you know, I've often, I've said for a long time that, you know, we, we would, uh, I don't know how to say, maybe confirm some of these, these uh, spiritual theories by an accident in the same way that the led was created by accident in a laboratory. You know, so and and even as a scientist, you know, and Adam and I talk about this quite often, you know, there is so much that is missing from actual science that it's I mean, it's depressing almost if you if you think about it, where too many people look at science and say, oh, no, that that has to be fact. Well, the whole point of science is that it is always retested. Exactly. uh, Exactly. Science isn't isn't uh isn't factual ever no No. and 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 adam and i've had this conversation from uh, i think it's from the book of the lost world and i love he knows i love to reference this one of the characters tells you know some of the other ones and this character is a scientist he says uh you know all this mess about protons and neutrons and you know these things it's not real it's the way we understand it right now whereas we explain things differently. I think the plum pudding model is a, a something they mentioned in, in chemistry is, you know, this is how we thought that it worked. And, you know, now we're here. Well, then in a hundred years, it will be something else. Right. And exactly. they'll look back at us like idiots. Right. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, these <laughs> in a hundred years from now, we're not even going to have physical bodies. We're all just going to be members of the metaverse. Mm-hmm. That's it. Energy. Right. That's it. We're just all going to be there. I, I think AIs are going to take over long before that happens. But It'd be maybe like, we should do the metaverse. Whatever. Like Terminator? Like Terminator? Um, I, see, I don't know. I don't... Because once... I think once something has consciousness like an AI, then it can go beyond its programming. And so you can't really predict like people can say, oh, well, if it's programmed right, then, you know, you don't have to worry about it. But the whole point of something becoming conscious is that it can have free will and make its own decisions. Right. Oh, yeah. It can lie to you. It can lie to you like a motherfucker. Like, have you seen Ex Machina? Yeah, yep, I was getting ready to say that. Yeah, there you that, go. That's a that bitch oh, lied that like a motherfucker. <laughs> but that's the thing. It, once it can, once it's conscious and can deceive, then who knows? So exactly. I can't say whether it'll go like Terminator or you right. know. She yeah. instantly knew how to turn herself into a honeypot, and she is so hot too. <laughs> I mean, come on, that's even when you could see her gears. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> that was what was hot about her. Honestly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of hot things that have gears, uh, 
Does anybody know the exact measurement of Michelle Obama's dick? Mm. Alex, Alex, I know you know. I have no idea. Uh, on, you know. Michael, do you know? I mean, I can give you a rough estimate. You know, I don't think I can give it the exact. All I can tell you is with the size of it through the cloth of the dress. <laughs> it's got to be approaching the knee, right? <laughs> it's pretty big, dude. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. I mean, it would have to be. And that's, then this was soft because she was in front of the Queen of England and anybody with a dick in front of the Queen of England is soft. Just saying. And not me. That no, that logic is uh, is kind of flawless. No, no. no. <laughs> I mean, unless you're into grannies, I guess. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I used to joke about taming Granny Strange after the silver sneakers class at the gym. So you that's know. true. That's true. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't don't give me. Oh, <laughs> they used to give you some looks. But yeah, right, they did. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll tell you it. what. Uh, with my career, uh, there are quite a few. Uh, ladies who have offered me the key to their uh, <laughs> to, their, to their to their retirement uh, apartment that they live in. <laughs> Y'all, I go insane when they walk with a cane and orthopedic shoes. Oh yeah! <laughs> so anytime you want, honey, come on in. And I'm yeah, like, buddy. shit, buddy. All right, you're about to be a cable man, is what you're about to switch to be a professional dude. <laughs> I don't need hey, uh, to be a cable man. I deliver packages for a living. You know, it's funny you bring this up. Speaking of grannies and uh, wanting to rock your world, Mike, uh, I actually ran across this the other day, and I was going to bring it up just for funsies, but uh, I, I ran across this thing that said the U.S. Nevada, there was a U.S. Nevada sex worker. She retires at 76 after 54 years of satisfying five Hundred thousand clients, including four American presidents. God damn! And the and the wow. it basically goes on to say that she would have retired sooner, but as she got older, she wasn't as popular because she really wanted to retire after she got a half a million clients. <laughs> and that uh, who was it? There was a thirty-four-year-old man from Hamburg, Germany. He flew there to be her last client. And he said it was the best experience of his life. She oh, had a lot of practice. They need to yeah, put her right. on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> Think about how many years she's had to perfect her craft. That's all I'm going to say about the whole thing. I mean, yeah. I don't like, blame her. Like the technique, she could probably teach. She Seriously, she could teach a TED Talk. Just go there straight hour of how to do what she does. Honest to God, though, think about how much you would understand the human nature just by being in that. You know what I'm saying? Seeing people at their, you know, absolute, just most honest. You know what I mean? And knowing what people like, all the kinks, all that weird stuff. Yeah. She knows people better than you know one of these doctors or whatever. Oh, oh she yeah, could sure. probably look you up and down like that guy. Oh yeah, that guy wants to shove a ping pong pedal up my ass. I can tell I'm, by looking at him. I'm sure she'll write a book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope she does. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was already a TV show made about her, wasn't there? It was called The Golden Girls. Her and her roommates. <laughs> yeah, but that was at 250,000. That was yeah, right. Yeah. That was she was only halfway done. Yeah, those weak numbers. That's rookie status. <laughs> <laughs> pump those numbers up. Yeah, man. God. Well, here's a big question. Would you be 500,001? 
just to be a part of the record. See, at that point, I feel like it's you've missed the moment, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. think I, I don't think I could be five thousand, five hundred thousand. Yeah, or it'd be the last. If you could be the very last guy of like, I'd be the man. Sign me up, Daddy. Of the girl with the record. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Here's the problem. She would be in a fucked up situation because she would have Michael and I just running back and forth, getting behind one another, trying to be the last guy. Yeah. And then she would be like, what the fuck? Stop. Stop. And then we're like, no, no, never. <laughs> never. <laughs> What does it feel like to have a silent film STD? (laughs) (laughs) This chick's pussy smelled like the Great Depression. (laughs) (laughs) Grandma's boy. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Ah. So uh, our topic on aliens has been amazing, fellas. Was Uh, she an alien? No, I don't know. (laughs) I I I bet that pussy looked like an alien. Dude, it had to. <laughs> Do you guys think that the queen is a reptilian? That was a good transition. Uh, like that? Yeah. She's old. We're yeah. aliens, you know? I don't know enough about her. Do you guys think reptilians exist? I can believe that anything exists, honestly. <laughs> so, yeah, sure. Exactly. It wouldn't surprise me in Zach, you kind of look like a reptilian, honestly. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Just wait till it becomes I a bite. I, I did, I did eat a bug second. yesterday. I did eat a bug. <laughs> you been eating at a Spanish place? No, I was sitting at work and a fucking fruit fly flew into my mouth. So. <laughs> uh, it's probably that cornbread pudding you've been eating. I'm actually fucking smoking that right now. <laughs> Mm. So have, have, you, have you guys seen the story about Justin Bieber in that airport and all those people reported him uh, transforming in front of him? Have you heard about that? No, no. no. Yeah, <laughs> look it up. Um, yeah, supposedly it was put on. I probably did. I probably. I used to have a podcast. All right, I had to fill some content. Here. <laughs> what um, <laughs> is this TikTok news, Michael? You coming no, no, out no. some TikTok no. news again? Word, that's the word. Hey, I'm a man of the people. Oh, okay. You know, I hear things. Man. What kind of transformation? Uh, no, I, they said like that there was, rep- yeah, no, no, he report, no, he turned scaly, man. He grew, he grew, he got scaly. Yeah, here I'll I'll pull up the article, Come like on, the lizard on Spider Man. Yes, I, yes, that's the hey, that's what the people said. I'm not saying that. Damn, yeah, don't quote the Multi- multiple witnesses. Well, that's the word. That's what that's what I hear. Was it the Denver airport? I was no, I don't say it might have been. People are always blaming the Denver airport for stuff. Justin Bieber. I'm looking it up. Justin Bieber. Biebs. Bieber. I'll tell you what. He's one of the greatest songstresses that ever live. Yeah. Remember when he came out with that movie? Hellman in sync. (laughs) None of them write their own shit. (laughs) I got that. I thought you would be a Backstreet Boy household, Mike. Oh, he is. He's going to get kicked Uh, to the walls here in a second. 98 degrees. I was just just starting... That was just me starting shit with my yeah. wife is all. She heard, she heard me from the other room. It's only a matter of time before she comes in here and throws something at me. Yeah, I'm uh, kind of so surprised you start. don't see a flying elbow coming through the screen. Like, what'd you say, bitch? <laughs> Boom. 
I thought I was gonna start rapping Menudo. Yeah, I <laughs> I turned on a uh, an in sync Christmas song last night when we were in a car, and it didn't even get through like the first three seconds, and she instantly was like, "Turn this shit off." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, fuck, how did you know that quick what that was? I thought it was just an obscure, like an obscure NSYNC Christmas song. She's like, no, I knew. Turn that shit off. Like, okay, the better damn. question is, why the hell are you listening to Christmas music now and not like mm. because we took the kids to see Christmas lights, man, down okay, at that's... Coney Island. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, is that open already? Yeah, that's already open, and you got to go on a weeknight. There's no fucking line, dude. We there was no line at all. We just drove right in, drove through it. We even stopped for a little bit and was just sitting there. And then we kept going, dude. It was amazing. Hundreds good. of fans claim they saw Justin Bieber turn into a giant reptile. All right, I dropped that link right in your all's chat. Hundreds, hundreds, hundreds. That's what the Rolling Stones said. Now they're gonna say that it's fake. That's what they want you to think. That's right. That's what they want you to believe. That's what the Illuminati would have you believe. All right. I mean, I would believe Mark Zuckerberg is a, a, a reptile person. He looked weird in that interview when he was in he front of Congress. He looks weird in everything. Yeah, he looks weird always. <laughs> That's true. He's either a lizard was it lizard folk. We'll call him that. He's either a lizard folk or a synth. One or the other. Would it be weird if the the council of lizard people were like, uh, like the one like ambassador comes to them and they're like, hey, yeah, now come in here. Now we're gonna out all the lizard people for you. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we know Mark Zuckerberg. Like, no, no, for real, he's not one of us. That's what (laughs) they're all weird people. Yeah, we don't know what the hell happened. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We've been trying to figure that one. We tried to recruit him just to like hang out with us, but he didn't want to hang out. Did you guys ever watch the movie They Live with Oh uh, yeah. Who was that guy? Well, who was the who was the wrestler that was in that? Roddy, Roddy, Roddy Piper, man. Yeah, yeah, Roddy Roddy. Yeah. But that's what it was. Those guys were all buddy buddy with the reptiles, you know? Mm. Who's mm. to say we don't have a little bit of that going on right now? Oh, we do. <laughs> you, you think that for real? Do you really believe in aliens? Honestly, you guys believe it? I know. Uh, well, I don't know. I, you know, they they say there's like 75 species of of aliens and all this stuff. Well, I don't know. well, okay. I used I played a board game. Actually, no, Adam, you weren't there. We were at Adam's place, but uh, there were. My buddy has a board game, but Adam was cool. absent. He was. It was, uh, but it was called Silver River, and all the playable races. It was kind of a point by board game kind of deal, but all the races were um, aliens from uh, online conspiracy theories. My favorite of which is the White Lions, and if you search for White Lion aliens, pretty sure it's the first one that comes up is uh, some guy talking about he's channeling one of one of his ancient uh, White Lion alien ancestors. And he talks about the the fields that they used to run in and such on there. It's just, it's fucking madness. Absolute fucking madness. So you think that aliens exist? I mean, we've talked of, I've heard enough stories from other people and shit that I've seen on TV and read online. You know, when you sift out the, the madness, like the white lions, it's kind of hard to deny that something is going on, but I mean, exist here on this planet currently. Underground base. 
Or just well, hanging out in a building that nobody goes in and out of. I don't understand why there can't be aliens among us that just look like us. No. Hey, there it is. There's a white lion alien. Yeah. But uh they I mean, just maybe, look like us. Why can't they just look like us? Or maybe. just make us appear or make our vision because we can only see certain spectrums into the fucking light anyways. Yep. Right. I mean, maybe so that, just that just make idea. our appearance or make the what we perceive for them to look like us. I mean, that was the idea behind they live. They were aliens that were here in control of everything. Yeah, they live is fucking terrifying. And what's even creepier is that shit was like the best movie of the week when it premiered. And I think two weeks later, they yanked it from theaters, despite the fact that it was making an ass load of money. Yeah, it hit too close to home, man. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, whether or not it's the alien thing, like they're definitely, you know, I mean, the propaganda machine is is just like that, you know, and it's funny. I think they talk, you know, they talk about being red pilled and all that stuff. I, I don't like following the trends, but at the same time, I do think all this stuff with COVID and all this stuff has opened people's eyes to Some. to see that we are being, yeah, like that we are being, whether or not, you, I don't care what side of the political line you fall on. If you try to say that we're, you know, just watch television for a half hour, dude. Look at all these ads. We we don't understand what our mind would be like if we weren't bombarded by all these people trying to persuade us to do different things. I majored in communications. You know what I'm saying? So th- that's the thing. Like you, people don't realize unless you're looking for it, you don't know how much your mind is just trying is being controlled by people that want you to do things and it's typically buy things, you know, but it's insane. Yeah. I mean, well that's why they call people on social media influencers. Right. Yeah, I um, cut everything out of my life. Like, I have no idea what's going on until somebody like one of you guys tells me something happened. So, um, but for that very reason, like, you just, I just, you just, I get tired of it, you know? So I just, pfft, gone. I heard a story about this guy, and this was years ago. I'm talking, this is probably seven or eight years ago. And he was running this, you know, it sounds like a cult. When I describe it to you, it's going to sound like a cult. But, but this guy seemed like a normal dude. But his whole thing was to deprogram people. Uh, and it wasn't like putting them through some kind of clinic or anything. It was literally just detoxing them from their cell phone, detoxing them from TV, getting away from all the media. They'd go out in the woods and literally just live. Uh, and he was saying, and this is the first thing that really opened my eyes. He was talking about he is a political prisoner. Because what happened was he started you know, doing all this stuff and he, whether or not it's true, maybe he was messing with the IRS or whatever, but they ended up putting him in jail. You know, I mean, he could have been, but didn't seem like that type of guy. See, honestly, to me, if you've ever seen those missionaries that go to different countries and that's the kind of guy he reminded me of, just like he was out there just to do his thing and wanted to be left alone. Yeah. Just trying to, just trying to save people. Right. And and the government came in and he was in jail. And I think I want to say that he didn't have any kind of conviction or anything. He was just there. You know, so, I mean, whether or not that's true, but I do think that's the mindset. Once, once you try to get out of the system like that, man, you know, they want you programmed. They want you in the matrix. Mm-hmm. I don't well, know who they is, but somebody does. Apparently they are the reptilians. And that's the thing, whether, sorry, I'm getting drunk or drunker, whether or not the reptilians though are real, you know what I mean? The idea is real. You know, exactly. the idea of an elite ruling class is real. And that, so to me, it makes no difference, you know, well, yeah, whether they're reptiles or uh, demons or, uh, right. You know, the Rothschilds, it, it's the Rothschilds. Yeah. 
whether creature it's from Jekyll New Island, World dude. Order or you know the one world. I would government be most inclined to believe the New World Order. You know, it, it, the the James Bond movie um, Spectre. Um, it didn't do well, and that I, to me it, it was because it hit too close to home. Because um, you know, part ways through the movie. Bond gets into this giant secret meeting and somebody's like, okay, well, human trafficking's up, um, uh, but drugs are down, but we're, we're, we're still making money here. And they're just talking, you know, about people's lives like that. And, but it's literally just numbers on a fucking page. To, to me, it was, it was just, it was too big for your average person to get. And then it, it went on further and it was like, oh yeah, this group now is trying to get a hold of a communications system to where they can spy on every fucking person on the, on the planet. If you don't think they already have that, you, you say, know what I mean? You, right. if, you own, if you own a cell phone, they're already spying on everybody. Right. On right. So, uh, right. I had a buddy who yeah. kept a uh, little piece of uh, electrical tape over the camera on his laptop. You know, oh, mm-hmm. that doesn't... Pfft. Yeah, who, who cares yeah, that, who that cares what your o face looks like um uh, <laughs> now I, I remember back in the early 90s my stepdad who my mom thought was a fucking psychopath would tell us all the time like the government is watching us through our fucking televisions and we're like i'm like i'm like Dude, I have to literally stand here and hold the fucking antenna just so you can get reception to fucking watch Bob Ross. Are you kidding me right now? You think the government is watching you through the fucking television while I got to be the antenna so you can watch Bob Ross? Well, the next step to that was the the connect for uh, the Xbox. um, What was the one after the 360? One. Okay, so the Xbox One, when it initially came out, they were like, oh, yeah, you have to have your Kinect you know, turned on all the time. And I was like, okay, that's the telescreen from 1984. It's, it's exactly what he was going on about, except now Family. it's on fucking broadband. So, yeah, there's not going to be any loss in fucking signal, and that's why I refuse to buy one. Well, and if you look at 1984, dude, the amount of insight that dude had in the 60s is absolutely unreal. You know, I mean, he, had, he saw it all. He saw it all. Exactly. What's that guy's name? What's that guy's Orwell. name? George Orwell. Huxley? No. Yeah, Orwell. no, yeah. yeah. That's right. Well, Huxley came before Orwell, though. And I think a lot and of he wrote a Brave New World. Yeah, right? Brave New World came before Orwell. And Orwell was a huge critic of Brave New World. Uh, and mm-hmm. there was some like bad blood between the two of them. Um, but I want to say that Huxley was actually a professor of Orwell's at one time when he was going by his real name. It's like Eric. Blake, or, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> Eric Von Dyke. Yeah, something. I don't know. Um, but if you were, he was actually ahead, a Viking. Well, oh. it, the one of the things that stuck out to me in the, in 1984, uh, different things get me, but his wife's reaction when he breaks out of it, you know what I'm saying? And I think maybe I'm reading a different, maybe it was a different one. It was either, it was might have been Fahrenheit 451. That sounds, I haven't read that one. But, but yeah, I don't know. There's one of the, one of those three. The, the wife is, uh, is uh, like in, involved with the family. Uh, I can't remember no, what that's the, Fahrenheit. Remember what's that's Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, dude. That's what sticks out to me so much because it's like, that's people, man. They don't realize it, but they're, that, whether it's on your phone, whether it's on TV, we've traded all these real life things for this fakeness. Everything that we have in life right now is fake. You got fake food. You know what I mean? You got fake friends. You got fa- even this kind of thing we're doing right now. Yeah, I can talk to you guys. 
but we're missing the human element of all this stuff. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, and, and oh, that's, yeah. that's straight out yeah. of this stuff. Yeah. And I think, I think people, you know, you think you're being spied on and they, they have that capability, but I don't think they even need to most of the time because people are so programmed. They just do what they're supposed to do anyway. That's the whole point of social media is you just fucking tell them what you're doing. Right. Yeah, that's true. Where you are, who you're with, what you're, yeah, all that. Yeah. You tell them what you're buying. They can identify it from the picture because you go, oh yeah, here, this thing, you know. And say what you want about guys like, for, you might think, bless on me, but Alex Jones has been right about all this crap literally for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God. Yeah. Oh, no, I, no, I, I, no, I got a kick out of, um, um, Adam, you can probably guess on who I'm talking about here. I was out drinking with two of my uh, friends and one of them brought up Alex Jones in a positive way. And the other one about shit his pants. Cause he was just so <laughs> mad and just started spewing out every sort of nonsensical thing you could ever imagine that somebody could spew out about that person or anything like that. Can you imagine feeling that passionately about somebody? You know what I'm saying? So he's saying something that people don't like, you know what I mean? Like, and, you know, because oh, yeah. it, shatters, you can- it shatters delusions. Right. And I, yeah, I think you're right, man. And I don't agree with, like I said, I don't think he's right about everything. I've heard him backtrack. I've heard him endorse Trump and do all, you know, I mean, all this stuff. But at the same time, when he was calling out China and all these places, dude, the guy has a point about a lot of the stuff of what he's saying. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, people, people make mistakes and speak emotionally with, you know, not all the information. And sometimes you do have to go back. And and if I'm wrong about something, then please prove me wrong because I don't sound like an idiot. the government does not go back. And that's, that's the idea behind, um, I'll use a good example of Chernobyl. Um, the fucking government didn't even tell anybody that it was going on. And, and it, and then they kept lying and lying about it because they can't be wrong. Yeah. They, it's the infallibility of the system. You can't admit that there's something flawed in the system because then who's going to follow it, you know, and falls apart. And that's yeah. different than when you start, you know, talking with these people and you start pointing out the the fallacies and how none of their ideas work, but they can't be wrong. Right. And to pull aliens back into all of this um, and Terrence McKenna, um, yeah. he talks about how UFOs are a modern day um, like Jesus. Like so when Jesus showed up. Uh, all the like technological advances of Rome halted um, to study what, you know, this Jewish rabbi had to say. And now he thinks, and I mean, he thinks he's not alive anymore, but he, he thought um, before he died that aliens were like a modern, modif- modif- uh, an alien or modern manifestation of uh, like the collective unconscious or whatever, trying to bring people back to, um, you know, nature and the way that things are supposed to be with this phenomena that would make people doubt science. <laughs> Jesus thought that? No, 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 no. Terrence McKenna thought that. Oh, oh okay. I mean, Jesus might have. He knows everything. So. <laughs> you ever watch Ancient Aliens? They even brought up the point that he himself was a alien at some point and that Jesus? Yeah, yeah I've seen that. Yeah, you saw that episode. Uh, yeah. My wife's pretty uh, conservative and I remember watching that and she looked at me like, what the are you watching I'm like i ah, never mind i'll i'll pause that and save that one for yeah. later no, so, so yeah but they think that that you know that sounds goofy or whatever but i think the guy who's greer what's the guy's first i'm terrible with names dude something greer yeah uh he talks about conjuring that stuff 
they, they take it to a mystical place. And I saw that guy on the news and you can go in and look, there's a guy I saw him on Reddit and the news was there watching him. He was like, I pray. And these orbs show up or, you know, something in the sky will show up. You oh, can go yeah. look this video up. You might've seen it. Nah, and the guys, and you know, they're making fun of him or whatever. I mean, they're not, but they're belittling them. Right, right, belittling, right. You know, and he does it. I swear. And the new, you could tell the newscasters are freaked out. Like the thing appears right above them. And I think his name's like Alan Greer or Steve Greer, something like Steve that. Steve Greer they're, sounds got right. A, Steve Greer. Is that right? Yeah. Steve, yeah. They got the, this whole group and they go out and do these like, it's basically a meditation, you know, and it gets into the Eastern stuff and like intentions and all that stuff. And, you know, I don't know right. how I feel about it all, but, but they, I mean, they say they get results and they got some crazy pictures of that. Yeah, stuff. dude, you get so, fucking results when you start doing <laughs> that kind of shit. You get results. Look at Travis Scott. Look at how many people he killed. Oh, dude, Let's don't get even it. get me started. Let's get it started. I'm going to get some boyer. Have you guys uh, heard the conspiracy started. on that? So, again, unless I hear like a friend talk about it. No, so I have like very limited information about Which, all that's. Happening. By the way, so uh, I'm I'm very curious about your. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to that in just a second. I your situation is reminiscent of my own at one point in my life. I uh, when I was like 19, 20, I uh, I decided I wanted to focus on playing music. I was like in a band and all this stuff, and me and these guys basically lived in a house, and we did not have cable. We did not have internet. Uh, I had a computer. It sat in the corner and collected dust. I didn't use it for like two years. And we lived in this little bubble of just focusing on like trying to do this band thing going on. But man, I remember feeling so lost and kind of doing what you're doing where like people would have to bring up issues to me or like even if even if it was like conspiracy or even just something on the actual news. I'm like, I had no idea. Like, and it was like this crazy like I don't know. It's very, uh, oh, what, uh, what's the good, what's a good term for it? Like very refreshing to kind of like take that little time to like, ah, yeah. Like, Cause it was like all this stuff you just don't worry about. But then it was also like ignorance is bliss kind of thing. But it, I don't know. It, it, like I totally get what, uh, why to do that kind of thing. Well, yeah. And I, I, think, I think that might be the way to be, man. Yeah. If nothing else, if nothing else, I mean, I'm willing to discuss things that are going on around me. For sure. Yeah, I yeah. don't I don't worry myself with them day to day. Yeah. Like as so, I feel like that's a better, healthier version for oneself. You're like, do I really need to worry about the Unaki coming back and invading with the lizard people? Ah, fuck that. Uh Let's not until it them. happens. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I have guns, so I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever. Yeah. Back then, you got the news once a day. You're you're not made for a 24 hour news cycle. You know what I mean? Like they're just pumping that stuff and fear mongering all yeah. that stuff. You know, it's That's crazy. Right. But yeah, so you go so far down deep into this rabbit hole, and you end up needing fucking therapy and that's why there's theracon.com theracon.com <laughs> is here for your therapy issues uh they get convicts online with you they can speak with you 24 7 any time of the day uh straight from the penthouse I mean the penthouse I mean the I mean the prison and they talk to you every day that you need help theracon.com uh check it out 
yeah, sponsor the podcast. They also give lovely recipes on how to make uh, nice. beef jerky tacos. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you might even get some conjugal visits out of this. Yeah, yeah, right. Now, I swear I saw something online where they were talking about how uh, how they would make certain foods and uh, like how to make dough out of like milk creamer and stuff. And it was kind of ingenious. I don't know why I just thought of that, oh, but yeah. the one was uh, beef jerky nachos. But whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Michael like Cuba, they will find a way. Hey, mm. if you're locked in a room with nothing to do, you'll find a way to. F- find everything really uh we were we were about to go to a conspiracy before uh uh, oh yeah yeah um mike's lovely segue which that was perfect timing by the way kudos to that one uh michael what were you about to say before we went off on a tangent (laughs) yeah dude uh no i mean travis scott take this for what it's worth yeah, 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 no, I yeah, take it for what it's worth, yeah. dude. But uh, I, I saw I'm a I get on the Reddit stuff because I do think like not all the time, but sometimes like um, the loss, for instance, the Las Vegas shooter. I found more information on that on stuff, you know, videos that you had never seen anywhere else that were shot on people's cameras, you know, like first person accounts. You Which were all posted some- on Twitter the day of the fucking day of and then twitter deleted them all like you mother fuckers you don't want the truth to come out dude it it was all out there originally it was all out there originally well nobody ever talks about that bombing in front of the ibm building where the uh the voting machines were were counted you remember that yeah tennessee not nashville right you remember that that's right well, put on my tinfoil hat this episode, fellas. Well, it's been I mean, a- I'm gonna I'm gonna put mine on right now because I have pondered if, and you know, let, let's let's go down the rabbit hole even further here. If aliens have made contact with our governments and have instructed them to <clears throat> structure the world in such a way to where that they can take control without much resistance, or was some that part of the was that part of the treaty with Eisenhower? Yeah. Was that part of the treaty with Eisenhower where they're like, okay, you have to structure shit in a certain way and we're going to take X amount of people and anally rape them and then send them back. And we're and Eisenhower's like, okay, just make sure you get the people (laughs) from the Midwest or the guys (laughs) that live in the fucking forest that won't nobody will fucking believe. Don't take nobody from the inner city, please. Please. Yeah, just four people. You know, I was pondering this earlier. Oh, God. No, no, real quick. 1800s. Remember that theory? Yeah, dude. This is what happened in the 1800s. Continue, Zach. Well, I was pondering (laughs) because I I managed, I I was bored the other night and I watched uh, The Faculty. A lot of good actors. It's a great movie, dude. Yeah, great reference. Good job. So, and and then. Excellent uh, soundtrack. Yeah. And then Adam knows that I'm a big fan of uh, the old MTV cartoon Daria, which was a spinoff from Beavis and Butthead, both of which um, there's an episode of Daria and then the whole movie of the faculty is the idea that the aliens would invade a small town. And then both in both of them, they say, why would they come here? Why would they come to a small town and invade a small town instead of New York City? And it's the idea that it can get so big within that small town with anybody catching without anybody catching on that then it can't be stopped. Oh yeah. Once it's got a foothold, it's got a fucking foothold. Right. Because and it's going it's right up the it's going right up the fucking mountain. It needs that initial mountain. foothold and exactly. 
Exactly. Because if you have a hive mind and one survives, I mean, you see that in uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. If one of them survives, the whole thing continues. That's what happened, as Alex was just saying, in the year 1800. Can you elaborate? I've never heard this one. Dude, oh, we had this we is a Silverlove's thought special. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> we had an incredible amount of technology at the end of the 1700s, beginning of the 1800s, like far beyond what we even have today. I don't know if you knew that, but we fucking did. Okay. And then around 1820, something like that, Alex, we fucking lost it. It was gone. And then we reinvented photography. And then the first photographs come on in the late 1830s, early 1840s. And the earth is fucking wiped out. There's no population anywhere. You have massive fucking cities, massive metropolises everywhere where you would think millions of people lived in this fucking town. And then you see like the first picture of of a fucking New York City or Moscow or England, London or some shit like that. And there's no fucking body on the street anywhere. Nobody anywhere. It's completely empty. You see no people. What else happens in this time frame? You have orphanages popping up everywhere because all of a sudden there's all these kids. You have thousands upon millions of kids everywhere that have no parents all of a sudden. Just all of a sudden, no parents. And all this shit happened within a time frame from like 1800 to 1840. And if you go back in time and you look at like what we have in our history books, as far as from 1800 to 1840, there ain't a fucking thing there. There's nothing there. So who writes history? The fucking conquerors write history, right? Yes, they do. So I think, and this is an ongoing theory on the serverless thoughts podcast. I think that in eight around 1800, we were invaded by aliens and they fucking conquered us and they wiped out a large majority portion of the of the world. And ever since then, they've been in charge and they've been giving us technology, their technology and leading us down a path that's their that that they're wanting us to go in with their technology and they're the they that we talk about that's in charge of fucking everything, okay? In a, in a constant war, because it wasn't long after that that we started getting in fucking bickers with countries and this and that, and then World War One started, and then World War Two, and then ever since then, <laughs> we've been in constant war. Civil War here, 1865, was when it was over. So, so yes, well, I'm saying, man, it's been, it's been nonstop. Ever since then, we had, and, and I think that when in 1800, when they came down, I think our technology was based spiritually. I think it was based in water, in the earth, and things like that. I think mostly water and uh, 
what did we have? The fucking organs, Alex, right? The organs. You would play the organs. I forgot and it would, about that. It would transplant the fucking water and disperse it throughout the city to create different things like electric that we had and shit back then. Dude, I am talking so much right now and it hurts so bad. And thank <laughs> you for listening. But I'm going to stop because I can't do it anymore. Well, to, to tie in a familiar reference uh, in regards to, you know, frankly, genocide, um, Captain America 2, uh, Hydra launches the three helicarriers and they're all armed with the intent of killing 3 million people, 20 million people, something like that. And it would be and it was the people that they had determined to be um, or what would probably be insurgents would be the the idea there. The, the people that would resist any sort of proper change. Um, so that isn't entirely far-fetched. And that, I mean, frankly, that's what happens when communists take over. I don't think it's far-fetched at all. I think it's exactly what fucking happened. There's nobody that can prove me wrong. It, it follows logical sense. I have yet to have anybody on this podcast that can prove to me without a shadow of doubt. You know what? I was just at my... I was just at my uh, daughter's pediatrician uh, this morning, and we were in a heated argument over vaccines, and he acted like he knew what the fuck he was talking about. But I clearly know what I'm talking about because I listen to alternative media. (laughs) 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 And I brought up the subject of the 1800s and the aliens taking over the planet, and that's the path that we've gone on ever since then and he had no fucking answer for me he couldn't answer that he's like i don't even know what you're talking about dude now you've gone from this to that to that and now you're all now you're in fucking aliens from the eight i don't understand what you're even and i'm like dude that's why you don't know shit and i took my kid and i walked the fuck on out of there god i'd love to be a fly in that room right that doctor going, I don't know what happened. We were there. <laughs> things were happening. Dude, he really went off the rails the here. Of, yeah. He had to cancel the rest of his appointments and just go sit and be quiet. <laughs> Judy, cancel the rest of my day. Yeah. I got some things to think about. I need to be alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, okay. so before the 1800s, uh, do you believe that that history still happened? No, I think a lot of that is a lot of it happened, but a lot of it is bullshit, bullshit. A lot of it is bullshit. A lot of it's made up. A lot of it, they, a lot of it, they take the reality of what happened and fucking twist it into something that will relate to today. I think, I think they put multiple versions of things out and there's bits of truth in all of it. And, but then nobody knows what to believe because everything's so mixed up. Exactly. exactly. Was, well, that was Winston's job in 1984. He was, uh, it was his job to change the little facts here and there to fit whatever narrative they needed it to fix or to fit. And, you know, sometimes I think that a Mandela effect is that is uh, that we are just currently being told and we'll use Nelson Mandela for an example. They needed him to die back then, but then they just, you know, sent him off to a bunker somewhere to live peacefully and then you know one day well okay yeah you can come back i don't <laughs> they know. won't notice right. no no exactly and then and and we'll just call them crazy if they do right 
That's why they'll they're going to find Malaysian Flight 183 in fucking Afghanistan somewhere. Hmm. Just, a lot of people think that the Dark Ages were made up. Uh, have you heard that? Where the Catholic Church came? Yeah, yeah. Check that out sometime. Oh, they man. think that the Catholic Church made up the uh, the Dark Ages, and that history is actually a lot shorter than what we actually know it to be. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The Black Plague was caused by kangaroos. They said it was fucking rats. It was kangaroos. I've heard that it was. It was. It was. It was. They they gestated the viruses in the pouches. You know. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> now this, it, uh, this has gone down a path I did not intend. <laughs> well, I was getting ready to drag us back into aliens. Yeah. All right. Do it, do please, it. please, <laughs> because. Okay. For the next five minutes. I dropped before a theory about 9-11 in the chat. I just want everybody to know that, so you can look that up on your own time. Because <laughs> so, I, I limited myself today to three beers. I just finished beer four, and I have my next two sitting in front of me. Good man. So I'm ready. <sighs> Excuse me. I got a good yawn there. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready, Zach. Bring it. Okay, so. Rep. We, we, uh, I did mention that I was going to bring this up tonight. So, okay. If aliens were here, then what about the other experiences that we have where they come in and uh, frankly, they're hostile and the story that I'm going to tell, and this is a true story. Um, and it hits very close to home because my dad said that this place was 15 minutes down the road from where he grew up. Um, the that? story is, it's called the Green Men of Kelly, Kentucky. Oh, um, Alex, that's where you live. Kelly, Kentucky? No, but I've actually... Uh, has this been like a widely um, broadcasted thing? Like that title? It's a big thing. It's a big thing because they have a... Fe- apparently, they have a festival every okay. year. I, th- that was sounded familiar. I was like, oh my God, why, does, why is that ringing a bell? Uh, but yeah. yeah. It's, it's a... It, it should be more famous than Roswell because of the details, but it, it, but as, as usual, when you try to tell the masses about it, you know, no, no, that can't happen. Kind of like our talks about Bigfoot, you know, no, you couldn't have seen that. So the story goes, um, a little farmhouse out in Kelly, Kentucky. Uh, Like I said, my, my dad grew up in uh, Pembroke, which uh, not, not terribly far anyways. Um, farmhouse, you know, grandparents, kids, grandkids, all, you know, everybody's there. And somebody went out to fetch water from the well one night and he saw some green man floating out in the field, lost his shit, ran inside. was like, get the kids upstairs. Everybody get your guns. Everybody get a gun. And it's Kentucky and we all have guns. So the the family spent the better part of the evening or the night, however you want to describe it, shooting guns at these floating green men that kept encroaching upon the farm. And they said, and you know, I, I love this description because it's is it's as Kentucky as can be. It sounded like they were shooting a trash can. So we had, we had some blinkers here, right? But they said they would shoot one, and it sounded like they'd shot a trash can. The thing would fall over onto the ground and it would just sit there for a little while. And then it would get back up and float back into the woods. The family defended the farm for hours and hours. 
the local state police, um, not only did they hear the gunshots, but they even even the state troopers saw lights in the sky. Um, when they came out for the full investigation, they found some luminous green substance on a fence uh, where I guess one of these things might have been bleeding. Um, th- this, I mean, th- you can find a little book. I actually got one for my dad a couple years ago for Christmas because, I mean, th- this is a little more, little more interesting than a, you know, maybe I guess a UFO landing in New Mexico. So then, the the question that I, I pose here is. If we have instances like this, or um, and I don't know much about this cryptid, only the way it looks, uh, the Flatwoods monster, um, which was kind of like an alien in a big cone that floated floated around out in the woods uh, somewhere, I don't know, Massachusetts or something like that. Um, it, okay, if we have aliens here that are influencing the way that we do things, then what about these instances, you know, after that where we have uh hostiles or abductions you know i i've i've got another story that i saw on a on a some television program one night about uh abductions mikey i'm digging the background um but okay so so then if we've been talking real quick is that from the x-files i'm so sorry is that from the x-files <laughs> i have no idea i just i think that's the I one just, where the I lady google image search alien 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 (laughs) sorry sorry to interrupt no it was just it was the final question there of if aliens have been here then what about these other instances where aliens are hostile are you saying are you asking like in relation to the 1800 takeover idea yes or Um, just in general about your thoughts about hostiles and you know i'm gonna i mean I think it would stand to reason that if one type or species of alien was here, that it just as easily there could be others. I mean, they don't all have to be like. The well, same. yeah, you got the reptilians, you got the Nor- Nordic, the Nordic, yeah. the tall, yeah. blonde, sexy ones, right? You got the white lions, right? See, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm alone here, but I'd like I grasp too much on the the multiplicity of all the different uh, different races, aliens, like to me, I like it would be too chaotic to have that many running around and then have their own. I mean, that could be the, uh, you know, the, the ones that are a little bit more aggressive. Maybe it's not against us, but other races, you could throw that out there. Uh, but I feel like, uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like if there's, to me, if there's one, I feel like there would only be one that would be studying and trying to analyze, and that way they wouldn't have to be aggressive. They could just do it as swiftly and smoothly as possible. But like these stupid things, just we'll give them some. We'll give them the iPhone. They'll tell us what they're doing. They'll take pictures of their food. We'll know what to throw some chemicals in there. They'll increase their dopamine output, and just boom, we'll take over. Uh, here's the theory. Here's the theory. Here's the theory. Here's the theory. Jazz hands. Guess what? <laughs> what if I could see why that guy liked you delivering his package? That's all. What I'm if saying. it was? He wanted what to deliver his package. Was, he probably wanted to handle his package. 
Yeah. <laughs> aliens from the, what if it was actually us from the future in the 1800s and we were going down a path that they decided was the wrong path and when they looked back in time they're like these motherfuckers are going to do some shit that they shouldn't be doing they're, or they're going to they're going down a path of maybe in the future the bad guys win. Okay. And they're like, we're going to go back in time and make it. So we win way sooner. So they go, I feel like if you were smart enough to go back in time like that, though, you would understand the ripple effect. I've look, I've watched Ashton Kusher and the butterfly effect, man. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? If you go back and start messing with stuff, you step on an ant or you step on a grasshopper the wrong way or butterfly, dude. I mean, it rains donuts. Yeah, I mean, legit, you could change the whole course. Like, you could create a worse world for yourself by trying to go back and ch- And it's this God complex. That's thing. assuming, you know, that, humanity that's assuming wants to- that it's the same. It's assuming it's line. linear and not fluid. Because, yeah. well, that's, yeah. true. Well, that's true. So, if it, if it isn't the same timeline, then what's the point of going back and changing something? Ooh, there is, and that's my point. You go live in that that's timeline. Mm. Well, that, that's fine for you, but you're not making it better for anybody else. Yeah, like right. whatever is going to happen it's is going to happen. Three people that they get to go. Yeah, back. you and your family, all five of you, can live out this great existence while everybody else is still suffering in the same timeline you just left. If you're arrogant enough to go back in time and change something like that, why would you not be arrogant enough to just oh no, my family, that's it? Yeah, yeah. By the way, my well, last thing is Rothschild. <laughs> yeah man we're bringing all our money back yeah right yeah. I, if you, look i could see all these rich guys going back you're right alex dude i could see uh, some rich dude just point. being like i'm going back i could change it you know what i mean it's like i could see that yeah. you're right I it's biff that. they're pulling a biff yeah it's, <laughs> that's who they are man all I'm of a, them i'm a big fan of the uh, the old gargoyles cartoon you can watch it on disney plus i love it um and uh, Xanatos, he had made himself rich by going back in time and sending himself a uh, two coins and the instructions on how to invest them. And that was the whole point of this. Neat, uh, it's, it, that's a really good episode, actually. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. It, it's Xanatos, Jeff Bezos. There's, there's, there's something to it. <laughs> Those went back in time and saved some people and then had the Illuminati mail him a coin in a thousand years. Yeah. 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 What was Amazon and the actual future that we were supposed to have before Jeff Bezos went back in time and created Amazon? You know, have you seen Hot Tub Time Machine? Oh yeah. When when he changed the name of Google to Lugal. <laughs> so you're saying so you're saying that Amazon uh has a is the Lugal name and there was an original. Yeah, could maybe. Mm. You don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It is originally called Sahara. Sahara. Yeah. <laughs> it was Pangea. Yeah, there you go. I could see that. El Dorado. Uh, I don't know. I'm just pulling words out. All those names are great. Great <laughs> names for future Amazon like companies <laughs> that I'm now going to LLC and sorry about your life. I mean, you're the one who's going to face the wrath of synth Jeff Bezos. So, no, yeah. I already sent him an email <laughs> asking him to donate to the podcast one million dollars. That's it, one million dollars, and it would be, small. and we would be the most pro Amazon 
uh, podcast that he had ever. We would do live podcasts from the Amazon. From a so a little birdie told me that he from, has like from the boat sixteen secretaries, and if you do email him, then one of the sixteen secretaries emails you back and your manager back and makes it makes it happen. Yeah, I don't know where I heard that, but Alex, uh, you're my manager. When you right. get that email, <laughs> from I'll be his on manager, it. Yeah. Uh, let me know because I did send that email out. Like, send us one million dollars, and we will be your. Uh, you're basically your mouthpiece on the internet because we are worldwide. Well, I like to have a conversation with the people like me The common ones, the ones that feel that they should still be free Live how they want, vote in the laws they need And I see their children doing life over a simple bag of weed Since when did prison become a savings and loan scam? Profit share stock on the life of the common man Now don't get me wrong, I think the streets should be safe But I want justice in the courts instead of a legal money race And I'm tired of seeing men die for other men's rights To have a corporation come in and sweep them all aside Cause the money ain't be made, but money ain't be found And when the box is drilled empty, on to the next town Be wild Criminals out of the people left behind Bimping all the women while the men cheating Lying out the cameras rushing Yes, they want to find out Why well, I ain't got no food for my baby's mouth I ain't got no food for my baby's mouth
Soberless Thoughts is worldwide. For sure. That would That's how we get amazing sponsors like Theracon.com. Uh, I, I saw you tiptoeing to that. <laughs> <laughs> Theracon.com, uh, where therapy is needed for all of these, all of these uh, just down the rabbit hole ideas that we've had tonight. And, uh, and our therapist would say, you know what? If you give me your link to wherever it is that you get your crystal meth, then you know what? Maybe I'll hook you up with some of this right here. I, conjugal visits. Do, do you think that a, 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 a guy in prison who's given you therapy over the phone would want to have phone sex with you on the phone? You think they would have time? You think well, like that's I mean, what it this depends really on if is. that's what the uh, it depends on what the if that's what the therapy prescribed. I, yeah, you know, I, that's true. Who am I to say what's going to work? You know, I mean, Either if way. I was in prison, I would I would pretty much prescribe that to everyone. All right, at least now, try it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, all right, all right. no, start talking dirty to me. Okay, that's good. No, this is help. This will help your self esteem. Okay, no, all right, yeah, now whisper exactly something. Right. Yeah, exactly call me a dirty right. boy. There you go. See, you're already feeling <laughs> empowered. See. Yeah. Now tell me to <laughs> shove this phone up my ass. That's right. <laughs> so not only if you're lonely, but also if you have foot fetishes, call Theracom.com. <laughs> uh, Theracom.com for all of your therapy needs. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, side note about Jeff Bezos. I, uh, I'm sorry. I've brought this up more than once. This blows my mind every time to think about it. I don't know why, but you know, like that whole thing about him, uh, and his wife getting a divorce and they uh, essentially he gave half his company to her. Right. And he was at one point, the wealthiest man in the world gave half his company away or to his wife, who he even said like, she deserved it. She was with me, like no hard feelings. He cheated on her, yada, yada. But just to think about this, he gave half his wealth away and he went from number one, in the world to like number three or four to wealthiest, like the amount of Scrooge McDuckian muddy that he has is ridiculous. I'm like, it's not just that you're talking about kingdoms. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about that yes. dude is a nation within himself. That's the amount of power. Yeah, that guy like has. it's, you know, it's insane to think like, about. I can't even write my brain. Like if I give, right. I mean, it's the opposite. Like if I give half of my stuff away, I'm still broke. That's the other side of this coin to that. It's like it, you take a half of a homeless man's stuff away. He's still that broke. He's that way on the rich scale. Like you take half his shit right. away. He's still rich. Insane. You know what I think about? Not just when I, I mean, when I hear about that, beyond wealth. When I hear about that, you know what I think? I think Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates get divorced the same time, basically. Right. They both get divorced. They're on a yacht together somewhere. And can you imagine the party on that fucking yacht that's going on right now? There are drugs that haven't been invented yet. They're doing, dude. Because you know they are like in, the weed. They are. In they're in the metaverse. They're in the fucking metaverse. Yeah. 
What were you saying, Michael? I was just going to say, you know, they weren't getting nothing in college. You know what I mean? Like they're just reliving their glory days now. You know, it's like, no, they're probably like a bunch of frat dudes with the Saturdays are for the boys flags <laughs> and shit behind them on a fucking yacht. And they're just like shotgunning beers and shit. No, like, geez. yeah, man. Like they got all the, the Instagram influencers on their boat with them. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Actually, uh, I've, I saw some Instagram influencer that uh, had Bill Gates send her a message and goes, hey, I really like you. I've noticed you. Uh, I would really like to bring you out. I want to fly you out to my yacht and do all this stuff. Right. And he goes, you just need to send me your information and your credit <laughs> card number. Right. And she's doing all this like live and all that. this. Is still, she was like, I'm not stupid enough to give you all my credit card number, but I gave it to Bill gates uh like bill gates has an instagram page he's just talking to people and then it showed the next video and it's her with tears running down her face she's like negative six grand in the hole and she's like there was twenty thousand dollars i'm like you really think bill gates is fucking hitting you up he could create a hotter chick i guarantee you i got a bridge to sell her yeah (laughs) yeah right <clears throat> hey, how do you guys feel about the 12 dancing Israelis that uh, were in front of the 9-11 tower as it went down? Huh? Crazy, huh? I haven't clicked it yet. <laughs> I clicked it now, though. <laughs> that, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, all, it was all inside jobs. Everybody knows that they're all inside jobs. Sandy Hook never happened. I will oh, say man. that dude. Hey man, you're about to get Alex Jones, uh, right? I was gonna say like well, that does not represent the thoughts of soberless thoughts. That is, I'll one say it. I'll be the crazy so. guest. Here we go. So uh, <laughs> thank you. So, yeah. Oh, we were supposed to say crazy stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. I just don't want to be oh, on okay. a split screen on That's the, the middle of like <laughs> the media going. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know. What <laughs> I saw, in, the, in the Sandy Hook mess, I saw something. <laughs> where there was somebody there was a woman she was at sandy hook and she was at another shooting like that actors it's the same woman did you guys see the dad that came out from that thing and he was laughing and then all of a sudden he was like and like got all serious dude i'm not saying it didn't happen i want it to be known i think it probably happened all i'm saying is this there's some weird stuff surrounding that crap man i looked at the guy they showed the guy's house all the police stuff and all this, they said it was at his house. It was at the neighbor's house. You can look, and they looked on Google Earth, and you could see like the divots and stuff right after that. I don't know if it was Google, but something you could see the, all the divots and stuff where it wasn't like the the information that we got was different than than what they said. And the fact that the video camera cuts out right when everybody should be coming out, and it's just there's this weird stuff. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm, I'm saying that uh, saying- Mike Odenbeck. Mike Odenbeck, host of Soberless Thoughts, says Sandy Hook didn't happen. Oh, uh, oh. the way I'm, I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there. I don't fucking come at me. I don't care. What? It didn't fucking happen. That dude came out. Prove with- it. Prove it to me. Prove it to me that it happened. And I'll prove it to you that. Okay, you're right. Have you seen that until that happens? <laughs> it ain't fucking. It didn't fucking happen. That dude came Listen, out with the Sandy out- Hook. Michael Sandy Hook children that were murdered in the fucking elementary school that like months later were singing at the motherfucking <laughs> Super Bowl. I heard that. The I, same I kids. That. The same fucking 
kids. You see the you see their pictures. You see their pictures online of them. Okay, here's here's this kid. Here's here's Kyle. Here's Ashley. Here's Samantha. Here's David. Here's Rebecca. And then five months later, that Super Bowl, and it's like here's kids from the Sandy Hook shooting. Uh, singing at the the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Here's Samantha. Here's David. Here's Ashley. Here's Kyle. Oh, they got the wrong list. It's the <laughs> same fucking kids, dude. You look at their pictures. You look at the fucking video from the Super Bowl. It's the same exact guy, the kids. So they're just that dumb. They just like ah, we don't got a lot they're of kids. Not even, school, it's so. not even that dumb. It's not even just being dumb about it. It's about look. I'm gonna throw this shit in your fucking <laughs> face. Okay, so that's fine. Yeah, that's hard. double think. That's I'm double think. I'm gonna teabag you right in the goddamn nostril that's- and let you see exactly what the hell is happening because. It's right here. And you that's that's fucking double. Nobody's paying attention. Like, y'all, that's double think from fucking 1984. It's yeah, man. no kid to believe these two conflicting things. It's and it's it's almost a you know it's a, a big middle finger to everybody. Of all right, here's this one. Here's here's the people that died. Here they are, and you will still believe what we told you. Look, I'm not saying that I honestly believe it didn't. I I, I really am truly not saying that. But there's some weird stuff. And all I'm saying is they talk about you can you can tell who controls you by who you're not allowed to criticize. You know what I mean? You can tell that there's something going on when you're not allowed to. And I get it. Kids die. Like, I'm not saying I, I understand that stuff. But why am I not allowed to question things? You know what I mean? Like, why are we not allowed to even talk about it? You're just this horrible first person for asking questions. It doesn't make sense. A lot of the stuff they talk about doesn't make sense. And if you look at the the 10 unanswered questions or whatever from Sandy Hook, the, the dude got it taken down. But I was reading that stuff, man. And I mean, the, he's he raises some good points. And why does nobody ever come out and just be like, okay, you know, we see this. Here's this, 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 this. You know what I mean? Because nobody wants to believe their government's going to lie to them. Nobody wants to believe that, you know, somebody would create I a fault. Well, well, we do. I mean, yeah, I do. Well, they, <laughs> they do it all the time. Right. But nobody wants, you know, your average person has cognitive dissonance and can't believe in a world where, you know, people want them to be a slave. People want them to obey. Go ahead. I I remember seeing Alien versus Predators. (laughs) I think it's Requiem. I think it's the second one. Yeah. And this woman, this woman. No, the second one's not terrible. The first one is just utter shit. But the, uh, the this woman goes, the government wouldn't lie to us. And the entire fucking theater just erupted in laughter. And stories like that are cool to hear. But, you know, like I know quite a few people, you bring this stuff up and it's like, oh, you know, it's like, dude, you don't want to look into it. You know what I mean? I, not to sound like Eddie remember, Bravo, but like you legit don't want to look into it. You can't look. Remember, remember, I'm in academia. I have to deal with these people that do believe that the government doesn't lie to them and that everything that we're told by the media is true and that these bullshit studies that everybody pushes out actually have any sort of bearing on reality dude i have to listen to this shit every fucking day look at the golf of tonkin look at the bay of pigs i'll say it on air right mike sorry that's right that's right look at it inspect it get out your magnifying glass and take a good goddamn look because it's all 
a conspiracy. <laughs> this is the a thing conspiracy about, the thing special, about, dude. This is an alien. Listen, the thing about it, the thing about it really is at this point, at this point in reality, uh, it's not even a fucking conspiracy anymore. It's just facts. It's just facts that people once called conspiracies. And now it's the fact of the matter. Everything that's coming out, everything that comes out one step at a time that is being led and dude and all it is all it really is is that the fucking aliens from back in 1800 said you know what these guys got a fucking point we should uh fucking made it that kind of timeline and so they were like all right your conspiracies <laughs> actually right it's actually right here's the fbi documents that say you know what what you said is right we should have said it that way here you go buddy that's what's really going on that's what's really fucking going on. i'll tell on. you what's really going on that travis scott deal i never got to say that hey, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i want to check this. this yeah hey wait a minute i thought you were supposed to talk about that while i was getting more beers well we got off talking about we sidetracked yeah we talked about nine damn it uh, anyway, no, I don't know, but yeah, I was watching before it happens again. <laughs> yeah, I was watching some video. Yeah. You guys ever hear about this 12 Israeli? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like a time loop. Right. Uh, the uh, I was watching videos on Reddit, dude, and they were saying that they were. Um, so the story is that there was an ambulance or something in the crowd. People were getting trampled. And then in the midst of all that stuff, they kept the concert going. Um, and then he was telling people to rush the stage and then people, more people got injured. So he's getting sued. They said, what, I don't know. I was like, it was like nine, like nine people died or something like that. But I was watching clips on Reddit and that's why I brought that up because like, you know, I don't believe people are like, Oh, where'd you get your news on Reddit? Like, or on whatever Instagram. It's like, no, I don't trust the news articles that come out from fricking some random source. But I do trust eyewitness videos like that got Reddit. taken at the event. You know what I mean? Like, and that yeah, like, like they probably they probably didn't have time to Photoshop all that. Shit <laughs> right, dude. That. Like, no, people are just excited. They want their stuff. Well, I know, I mean, I know what you're saying, but I'm just saying, like, people are wanting to get their stuff blown up. You know what I mean? Like, they want their right, stuff. Right, to get that's out what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. I thought because I mean they could yeah, technically they, Photoshop it, but at, well, I mean they could, but I'm saying people don't usually they want to put it out immediately. Right. You know, like live or right. whatever. And you know, I you know most people. If something crazy happens, you know, they want to just put that out there because it is crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but so I was watching um, videos and, and it was, there's, there's actually some subs dedicated to it. And the, so I'll start with this. The guy was, <clears throat> and again, I am a Christian, but at the same time, I like, I don't believe, you know, I don't think there's this cabal. I mean, there could be, but I'm not all into the cabal demonic stuff. I'm not saying that this is the case, but the guy is super into like antichrist stuff. I mean, he is mm -hmm. like the stage was set up in a, like a reverse cross. Yeah. Moloch dude. Yeah. For real. Um, yeah. Don't get me started on Moloch dude, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it, all his shirt, like if you if you go back and look at the shirt he was wearing, it's like people coming into this portal one way and then they leave the next way. Like they leave differently. They got horns on. Um, I, I'll send you all the sub, but um, there's a, all sorts of this stuff. But what really got me is they were like, um, everybody's saying these people got crushed. And there was eyewitness, like what I was seeing is there was all these eyewitnesses. He was like, no, it was people having seizures. 
And I watched several different videos of these, these kids like, and again, it could have been drugs. It could have, I mean, that's what I was thinking. But at the same time, they were saying like people are getting, whether it was possessed or whether it was some, I mean, this all sounds crazy, but you look at what happened over at the UN of these people getting this sickness. What's that thing called where it's like these, they think China's doing it. Uh, it's like these radio frequencies are making everybody oh, sick. Oh, oh yeah. It's called, it's called, uh, it's called, uh, it's called vaccine injuries. <laughs> I mean, it could be. Called. There's all these, dude, there's all these athletes dropping dead from, from all this shit, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but I don't know, but they got this thing. It started in Cuba like 10 years ago. Uh, and now it just happened again. And they think it's like China or like Russia. They're putting these frequencies in and it's making people physically ill. Well, but I said well, all that. To, go ahead. I was going to say there's a, there's a theory about sleeper cells of uh, basically people have are, are getting in like the, the, the Sandy Hook shooter. If, if you know, that is true or not. Um, some of these people get uh, subliminally influenced to do what they're doing as a scapegoat or, uh, or, you know, even then just getting cornered. It's like the Manchurian carrot candidate. You know, I've never seen it. Yeah. And I need to. It's, it's like, way. it's like yeah. governor Whitmore. Oh God. Right. Whitmer. Right. Whitmer. It's like the dude who shot friggin' uh, JFK, man. It's it's like Governor Whitmer, yeah. where where the fucking FBI was a hundred percent behind her fucking abduction and kidnapping. I have plot. heard about that. I've heard about that. Yeah, there was a whole plot to kidnap Governor Whitmer of Michigan, and then you go to find out they like investigate it, and it was completely a hundred percent all FBI guys. Didn't see that on the news. Mm-hmm. They're all FBI guys. But but then it's like, what the fuck? Like, so you're trying to, so you're trying to, so you're trying to just start some shit. And that's the chaos is that they need. But Michael, I'm sorry to interrupt you there. No, please. no, you're good. No, for sure. No, I was about done. All I'm saying is like the videos that I saw was people legit having seizures. And I wish I could, I should have saved it. I should have screenshot it, but it got taken down. Uh, but it was, it, it, I mean, it looked like something coming over these people and it, it, you know, and people that were there, I saw several posts and again, it could just be people just trying to make something out of nothing. But the video I saw was definitely a kid having a seizure. Um, and they were like, people are not getting crushed. It was something else that was going on. So the conspiracy is, uh, you know, it could have been, it could have been, you know, some satanic ritual or something going on where people started getting possessed i mean i thought about it and i was like it was probably drugs or something to be completely honest with you i, I mean, mean that's kind of what it looked like but i would think that let's let's say that they you know that my the thing i brought up was uh excuse me got a little bit of gas there for my beer um you know we, we have a technology where we can influence somebody right to to all right you're gonna just go shoot people okay and they turn that on okay those people having the seizures could just have picked up some of those radio waves or whatever the wave is. You know? Right. It's- and this stuff sounds crazy, but like, it's literally like, like it's on the news. You know what I mean? Like all this stuff, it sounds like science fiction. They're literally talking about it on our cable, yeah. cable news that we got on right now. There's UN be- people. Yeah. There's people from the United States that are getting ill because there's some radio frequency that's messing with them. That's being sent there from China or Russia or, or whoever. You know, I mean, this stuff happens and we're at the point. Sorry, I'm getting on my soapbox, dude. It's got to happen once on the podcast. But, you know, it's like we're we're we are at the point in history and we are at the point in time where we are so far advanced in technology than what people want to believe. If you knew what they had, it would absolutely boggle your mind. 
Well, you know, on my side of things, we are, dude, our tech, our, our, our equipment sucks in, in what it actually measures. I mean, it'll, it'll give me enough things to write a paper with, but, uh, you know. Yeah, but that's, that's what you have. Right. Like the stuff that we interact with right. is probably like 20 years behind the most cutting edge R&D where does shit. all these all this money that came out from these bailouts and all this shit? Where does it go? It goes to these black op dudes that are working for the FBI and the CIA. It's going, you know. And here's how I think about it: If you look at it strategically, I love strategy stuff. You know, I mean, if you want your country, I'm not saying that pe- these people are evil. They probably do think they're doing what's best for their country. Like they probably yeah. think. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. The road yeah. to hell is paved with good intentions. Right. And I agree. I a hundred percent. And strategically speaking, you know, am I going to sacrifice, you know, the good of the few, you know, whatever, you know what I'm trying to say, but it's like, you know, right. what intentions are best here? Like, should I keep this a secret? And, and we we're going to be this far ahead. So if we ever need it, you know, it's there, but at the same time, it's like, you know, so all I'm saying is I think that they probably, a lot of people mean well, but I think that it's created a monster and I don't think that there's any kind of reconciliation at this point. And one more thing I'll say, and then I'll, I'll let you all talk, but I was thinking, we were talking about division earlier. And, and I, when I was in school, I made, or I took some philosophy classes. We weren't talking about division, but it was when we were talking about they live and all this stuff. And I, w- I was thinking about it because it was like, everybody's so fractured in America right now, or, you know, it could be the world. I don't know. And it pays, it pays whoever they, the elite people say it is Jeff Bezos or say, if it's these guys, uh, if you read the Republic, Plato's Republic in book eight, it talks about how, how a, um, a dictator rises up and a dictator rises because he tells the poor that the we or that the rich are trying to hold them down and he tells the rich yeah, that yeah, the poor are trying to uprise it's the same thing that's going on right now if you can create all these fractures i mean and you know we talk about jeff bezos in a negative light and i'm sure he is doing some terrible stuff but i think in the back of my mind are we being told this by this third party, whoever the news is truly controlled by, so that we can be taken over by this person that we don't even see, you know, and I'll let you all talk, but. Well, you know, staying with topic then, or the, you know, the, the, the proper topic, um, you know, what if that is aliens that want or need us for something, you know, and, and that that's the, the way that they've laid it all out for us. And, you know, they know it because of their own history. So then they come down and they tell us, you know, okay, well do this and do this and do this. And, you know, only so many people get that information and then we all just have to suffer. That's right. And everybody fucking disappeared in 1820 and nobody knows why. And it's because of the fucking aliens. That's all I'm saying. All that was because I said this. And it's a fact. Nobody's changed my mind. I've now six beers in, and I was supposed to be at three. And the fact remains that in 1820, everybody fucking disappeared. And it was because of an alien takeover. And nobody has yet, even Sandy Hook can't change my mind. It is what it is. It is what it fucking is. On that note, I want to say thank you to all of our guests, all of our guests that I've been here tonight. Uh, Adam Rodriguez, uh, thank you for yeah. being the stunt man for uh, 
for Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> he could he couldn't do he couldn't do what he does if it wasn't for you. Still my part. I, I appreciate I appreciate your service and everything that you've done in the name of uh you know being amazing. I want to kiss your face. <laughs> Mikey, are you sure it's six, not seven? <laughs> Eight. Ten. No kidding. Kiss your face. Uh anyways. It sounds like you were hitting on that guy on the Honda. <laughs> uh Zach, Zach Wicks, uh always coming with the most uh just introspective things from the reptilian side of you i get it you're 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 trying to stick up for your people you're always there uh once we get a new form of uh cryptid that is out there that has a different style of gate maybe something with three legs we'll have you back on the podcast so you can describe how that gate differentiates from this gate and how it goes out of the wood gate through the metal gate onto the back of my porch. Well, Mikey, I mean, you know, if you want to see the reptilian form, you're going to have to put out just a little bit more than you did with the Honda guy. Dude, Come I'm on, buddy. Put out, I'll put out as much as you want me to put out. That's, for what, you, that's what I like. Uh, Michael, <laughs> as always, uh, killing the demons that come up in the podcast. Uh, you're the best. Uh, we we think that uh, Celestial Mystery Hour should have stayed on for another 27 seasons, even though it only lasted 36. Uh, but we we loved it. And anytime you want to come back on the podcast, you're always welcome. That goes with you, Adam, and you, Zach, as well. Uh, always glad to be and, here. Uh, Alex, oh, yeah, it, was, it was a blast, for sure. Alex, uh, where can they find us on social media if they want to find us? Oh, you can find us on all social medias, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, look at that at Soberless Thoughts, except for Twitter. We are at Think Soberless. It's a little bit different, but hey, it doesn't mean it's bad. Uh, you can also email us directly at our. Yes, we have an email. I know we've moved into the 21st century at Soberless Thoughts at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and comment on all things Soberless Thoughts. Uh, you can find us on everything from iTunes, Google Play, to Spotify, to everywhere you get your podcast first. <laughs> they say good fences make good neighbors. For you, my friend, this might be true But you still gotta put bars on the window to the soul inside of you
With their fear and their guilt and the rules They teach you that you're just a number As they program you in And they'll 